Welcome back, Dion girls. So guys, it's been a hot minute since we, we've recorded mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, it's just like life has gotten in the way a little bit and We're back. we are back and we are ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And um, so we have a really fun, I think the thing with us is we were having trouble with um, coming up with ideas of what to talk about and now we're just at a point where we're just going to kind of come on and chat and sometimes we'll have a theme and sometimes we won't and we're just gonna kind of go with it just be ourselves all we do is talk all day every day anyway so we're just gonna do that do that instead of having like a set plan yeah but today we do have a set plan. yeah we do (laughs) today we are going to talk about a couple of crazy stories that have happened to meg and i over the years and um some of them are like we have like a few one a couple of them are quick and then we have a one like a doozy like crazy crazy story yeah so we're gonna save that one to the end Mm-hmm. You want to start with the truck one? Yeah. Okay, so we were camping. This was probably, I'm going to say, 13 years ago. We were camping with my best friend, um, Lisa, and her daughter, who Kaya was probably a year and a, a probably a year old, maybe, if that even. And her husband, and then and then you and then us four, our family, and Meg and I. Well, I had to go to a baby shower, and I made Meg come with me. Meg was not happy about that. No, I did not want to go. I was like, I'm camping. Why do I want to come back into town to go to this baby shower? Yeah. So I was just like, we're just gonna pop into town. It wasn't even a pop in. Like it, we we were a good hour and a half away from home, maybe maybe an hour. And I was like, we're just gonna pop into home. We'll we'll, we'll freshen up, mm-hmm. and then we'll go to this baby shower, and then we'll just head back to camping. Like it's yeah. not a big deal. It was like a long weekend, so I was like, it's not a big deal. It's just like an afternoon thing. So hence, I didn't I, like we were camping. Like I didn't even put a bra on. Mm-hmm. I was just you know. So her and I get in the truck, and we're driving along, and all of a sudden the truck. I don't even know how to you describe lose control it. Of the I, I lost complete control. I wasn't even going fast. It wasn't mm-hmm. a fast thing. So our tire rod broke and I don't know this you lost m- your ability to steer I couldn't even steer the the truck at mm-hmm. all and we almost went in a ditch and then there's like a gas station like kind of there so I which was super lucky like can you imagine mm-hmm. that like chances because we were kind of on like country roads oh and this was pre-cell phone days yeah, there, there were no, no cell phones, no cell phones. Back then, so no. it's not like we could have called anyone for help so no so we're just like so we almost die. I was really, I think I handled it okay, but I was really, it really scared me. Like I was like, oh my God. It was so out of nowhere. It's not like we hit something or something happened. It was just like out of nowhere, the truck was just not like I, a I thing couldn't, anymore. you can't steer it. Like yeah. the, the tires are going in opposite directions. So I was like a crawled into this like gas station and we just sat there, but we didn't know what to do. So again, like Mike said, there's no cell phones. You can't call anybody. You can't call CA. You can't whatever. So our, the gas station guy let us use a phone or there's a pay. There must've been a, I think there was a pay phone. So I was calling the campsite to see like the camping grounds to see if they could go get like somebody to help us. There's Mm -hmm. three adults there. Like just pick one and get them to come over. Um, So you have to give them the description and the campsite number. Yeah. So they're not at the campsite when they get there. They come Mm -hmm. back. They're like, hey. So like an hour goes by. No one's still coming. So we're like, so I call back and they're like, yeah, we went to the campsite. They're not there. And I'm like, yeah, they're probably down at the beach. So then I'm trying to describe them. I'm like, this (laughs) is what they look like. This is like one will have a, a baby attached to her. There'll be a kid. Like, just please, you have to go find them or whatever. Right. So they, I guess they did try in fairness, but it's hard. You can't like, you can't find yeah. them on a beach anyway. So now we're on our, we're probably hour four or five. Mm-hmm. All we have we're is there this, all day, all day, just sitting on the back of the car and, or the truck. 
And so they finally, my girlfriend Lisa went to the back to the campsite and there was like a note or there was something that she was like, <laughs> oh, like an SOS of like whatever. And so I guess her interpretation is like they were like, you almost died in a car accident and now you're at a gas station. So her description of this, we weren't obviously there, is so funny because she's like, she's got Kaya attached to her, this little baby. And she's running down the beach to get to these two husbands of ours who are the calmest people ever. And she's like waving her arms. She's like, guys, guys, we got to go get them. Almost died. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they ended up, they were like, okay, let's go get them. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't end up going to the baby shower. No. Which maybe Meg put that out in the universe. I know. Maybe I, know. I manifested it. <laughs> right. You're like, I don't want to go. No. Like, do you want to sit at a gas yeah, station? Who are you? An adult? You have to come with me. I was like <laughs> 10 or whatever. I know. Like, I need, the girl really wanted you I to need come. my daughter there. No, she really wanted you to come. That's she really. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. When you're a kid, the last thing you want to do is go to a baby shower. Yeah. Well, most even people, now. Even now. Yeah. Most people don't want to go to baby showers. I hate those right? parties and stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. So that was the our crazy day. We spent like four or five hours there. I guess at a gas station, though, we would have had food and water at least. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have and been And then screwed. we we got it towed, and we took it to, like, a, it was like a Canadian tower. It was something. And we ended up having, they had it fixed for us by the time we left our camping. Mm. Like, it kind of worked out where, because it was a long weekend. It was long. We were staying an extra day. That, they, that happened on a Saturday. They fixed it Sunday. We picked it up Monday kind of thing. Which is super lucky, yeah. Yeah, it was a little <coughs> crazy. So mm-hmm. I always get a little nervous now. Once that happens to you, it's really yeah. hard, right? Especially because it's so random and it's out of your control. Yeah. I think about that sometimes when I'm on the highway. I'm like, what if something just broke? It's happened to Lisa and I before, too, when we were young. We were, like, 19. Really? We were following this band around one summer, and uh, she blew a tire, and she was on the in the fast lane on, a like, 401 mm. or 400, like, on a pretty big... Major highway. Yeah, so she just pulled over, and her and I just laughed because, mm. you know, when you're just so nervous, like, we just laughed and laughed. And then this guy came. Luckily, we're super cute because he just fixed it for us yeah. and sent us on our way, and we still made it to see the band, so... Oh, good. I don't know. Car stuff is always... So oh, yeah, fun, I had right? my fair share of that, yeah. for sure. My car is a literal <laughs> walking shit box. It has duct tape on it. The windshield's cracked. Probably like five grand Sounds into like that Sounds like an car. airplane. Yeah, it literally does. Yeah, so. it's special. I don't think Betty's going to make it to 2022. No, I think, it's I think like she I'm, needs to I be retired. I love her, but wow. Yeah, she's a lot. lot. <laughs> I know, I know. And then, um, so speaking of cars, so we had, um, I think you got Selena, our other stories, you got Selena Gomez tickets for Christmas, was it? Yeah, it was Christmas. So I got you tickets for, uh, as a Christmas present. And then it ended up, she changed her show. Yeah, she changed the Ottawa and Toronto dates so that we couldn't go to the Toronto date anymore for because some reason. Because I, I was going on my big trip with the, with my school, oh, with my grade yeah, 8s. Yeah. So I couldn't I couldn't go to that one. So then I, I gave back our tickets for the Toronto. And the Ottawa one was on like a Saturday, I believe. And so I was like, okay, we can do that. But it's like a good four hours from our house so yeah. we left in the morning mm-hmm. we went so drove four hours went to visited my aunt really quick went to a vegan restaurant mm-hmm. we got oh sorry then we went to my aunt's house because then we got ready yeah then we freshened then we, up 
then we got over to the concert and Mm -hmm. because we were going from Toronto to Ottawa, we had like floor seats. Like we had like general admission. So much cheaper than you'd ever get in Toronto. Yeah. Like we were right on the stage. Like her sweat was practically landing on us. We love Selena Gomez. We love Selena. So Mm -hmm. we got to see her. She did an amazing job. She was was so good. good. We love the opener. Remember the opener was B Miller, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. That's when we discovered B Miller. Yeah. We were like, oh, she was so good. We Mm -hmm. really liked her. I still listen to her yeah me yeah. too yeah she's really good and then so concert ends at whatever time 11 mm-hmm. and meg and i hopped back in the car and drove back mm-hmm. and then we did have to stop at a gas station this was the really sketchy part of the story where we stopped at a gas station it was kind of off the highway yeah it was not on the highway at all it was really dark and i mean you're talking it's like one in the morning mm-hmm. or something right and we've been it, it, that was a busy day yeah. and <laughs> so these guys were they hunters what were they i think so yeah whatever they were they were people that you they might have been totally fine but we were definitely nervous when you get that gut feeling though you gotta listen right like there were three of them and at one point I was like I don't know where the other one is Mm -hmm. and then so we, we 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 just didn't feel good about it so we get our gas and we pay for it and then we pull off just we had just left the the gas station and we yeah. wanted to check our car because we were just we couldn't we couldn't see one of them well and we basically like, what happened too is when we pulled in we were gonna go pee but we were scared to be separated because I think I went in to pee first and you were still at the truck or car or whatever we yeah. were driving and then I think like you just had because I don't think I really noticed them because I think I went inside to yeah. pee and then you were kind of like there's some really like sketchy guys here and they were just like staring at us I honestly think they were drunk they seemed a little bit drunk and we just had a bad feeling and we're also in the middle of nowhere and And I mean hey we're females and and, you know they Mm might have been fine but I think you always have to err on the side of caution and you know so we we did our we got got everything peed gas whatever we needed snacks whatever we were doing and then we pulled out and then we stopped to check because we if he was in our back seat. Ex, yeah in the back hatch part because we were both like I can only see two of them yeah. <laughs> like we were just nervous and you know maybe we were overreacting but I guess it's better to be safe than sorry I didn't like the way they were looking at us it was just creepy yeah and then we got here and we were locked out of the house. This was before we had like a code to the house. So it's like you had to have a key. Yeah. And we did not. Why didn't, How, we, have why didn't we have a key? <laughs> Where was our key? I don't know. Somehow we didn't have one. <gasps> you know one. what? Maybe Jack locked the other lock. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Jack put on the extra lock. So even if we unlocked it with the key and he used to fall asleep with headphones on. I don't know if he still does that. So yeah. when we're ringing the doorbell, he can't hear it because yeah. the head, his headphones are on. We're like ringing the doorbell. doing So we're like, all right, we got to break in. Realized it's really hard to break into our house. I guess there's no, there was no dog here. Dad and the dog must yeah, not have been here. Been that's probably why he locked it yeah and so we were and yeah we could not break in no we had to climb in our backyard we hopped the fence still couldn't get in because I'm like well I'm at the back door but what am I gonna do yeah yeah it was we ended up throwing rocks didn't we at his window yeah we were throwing rocks I think we had a tennis ball or something we had something we We were were throwing throwing. and I mean you're talking this was like three in the morning we've driven eight hours just to see selena gomez in concert like right. we were really tired we were so tired you had to work the next day so you had to get oh, up no. and so right and so we were like this is i don't know it was just like a crazy it was just a crazy adventure it was a crazy day i feel like i just we always say i attract chaos because i'm you not do. someone that likes drama but i attract chaos it's always just like a next level of um it's just the next level with you yeah everything's yeah. always just chaotic everything goes wrong 
it's just like, it's like if it's, something could go wrong and i'm there like it will go yeah wrong. i'm just like this bad luck for some reason with in that so many, kind of stuff well even in every area of life like even with government stuff it's yeah. like everyone gets their tax return where's meg's tax return i don't know it's just like everything <laughs> with me is always so fun yeah i don't know why yeah it is true i know yeah we should we get into the craziest story get of all into time? it we're gonna tell my stalker story we're gonna have to use a code name for him though because he's actually like insane what yeah, should we call crazy. him what's a guy name um ryan no we're not using that oh okay let's use i uh, i don't know what to call him i can't think of a guy named jesse just um it's hard because you know know people i know i'm like i know people with all these names how about al Al. okay al's a good name that's kind of weird okay so al so he's a very important character in this story (laughs) so basically i was working at a gym and i worked at the front desk and you know scanning people in all that so then one day i was just at home i think i'd been to work that day i'm at home i get a phone call from one of my coworkers there and she's like hey do you know al last name and i was just like no i've never heard of that but i I, yeah i was working that day so i was like probably an angry member maybe i screwed up something with his membership something like that and i was like no i don't know who that is and she's like oh well he was in here looking for you um so i was like okay and then nothing really transpired and then i think what happened first he kept calling we were at a clothing thing at my girlfriend's when it Mm -hmm. all when started breaking out and I felt bad that I was on my phone the whole time but I was like I'm so freaked out because then this guy Al kept calling all of the different gyms in the area looking for me mm-hmm. he was like I'm looking for Meg from the gym and he was no, calling he was all calling of them. you Megan yeah Megan from the gyms and so actually luckily everyone calls me Meg no one ever calls me Megan so they actually forgot that like they, my they name like, was Megan yeah. so luckily my friend was just like there isn't a Megan here and then after he left she was like oh it must be Meg thank god she did that because mm-hmm. he ended up being like literally so insane so found out that he had called like all the gyms in the area like I'm talking multiple towns surrounding towns looking for me <laughs> so I'm like this is so strange so somehow he calls the gym I think I was working at somehow he gets a hold of my boss and talks to him on the phone And he was like, yeah, um, this girl sold my girlfriend drugs that made her relapse, sold her weed Mm -hmm. that made her relapse. And the craziest part is this guy was, I think we found out he was like 64, 65. And his quote, girlfriend was 18. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, but what's weird is she was a member at the gym, this sketchy girlfriend, this 18-year-old, and she was so nice to me. We had talked in the past, and she, um, at one point, I was saying how I don't always know what to do in the gym, like for workouts. So she got my number and like literally wrote me out this whole workout plan, Mm -hmm. and she sent it to me, so we'd texted before. That was the only communication I ever had with her. And other than her being like, oh, we should work out together sometime. It's like, yeah, for sure. And um, she was also being trained by one of the personal trainers at the gym, which comes into play later in the story. And so, yeah, he had somehow gotten a hold of my boss and told them this. So then I'm thinking, oh, my God, now I look terrible. I look like this crazy mm-hmm. drug dealer. Right. And apparently. Well, and can I just interject? Yeah. You're well, not even, you don't even use, like, you, you're not. The, yeah, I don't even smoke weed. Like, I do now, but I didn't at the time. No, like, I you're not, not you were not a drug person. So yeah, it so wasn't. I was so confused. I was like, how am I getting randomly dragged into this? I don't even barely know this girl. 
and it was just so I was just confused because it was so random but then I'm like if I was my boss I would have been like it can't just be random like how is she getting dragged into this no one just randomly gets chosen out of a freaking lineup of people Mm. well yeah you can because it happened to me and um yeah so got a hold of my boss and starts saying all this crazy stuff that I've ruined his life I made his 18 year old girlfriend relapse on weed and so I've ruined his life and Mm -hmm. that part I started I was like oh man this guy wants to find me like yeah to hurt me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it started getting really sketchy and then it happened it was like every weekend every Friday he would start and this went on for like well then he called headquarters yeah he called the headquarters of this company and told them about me yeah so it was there's like, other was my job there was other things though that he I think he said that really triggered you and I that we did not feel safe like he was really unhinged in a very scary scary way it was very unhinged so we ended up calling the police mm-hmm. the non-emergency yeah because it was just getting so out of hand and it started happening every week and he would strike mm-hmm. and then the thing that w- started getting scary is he would call and ask if I was there but then he wouldn't leave his name so we had no proof that it was him that was calling but like the night shift guys would be like some random like sketchy dude called mm-hmm. asking for you and I was like oh my god it's him and I was like what then he's like he didn't leave a name mm-hmm. so then I w- came to that point where there was no evidence so then we called the non-emergency line And this really awesome police officer comes over. She takes a statement. I have to go through the whole story with her and explain how there's this guy that's trying to frame me, I guess. Well, it's defamation of character too, right? And that's Mm -hmm. your job. So yeah, he said that me and my boyfriend that worked together at this gym sell drugs in the gym parking lot. He had like this whole delusional story. And your boyfriend at the time didn't even, wasn't even in this town. No, like he was away at university. Like it's not even like I wasn't dating anyone at the gym. So it's like none of the story made sense. I was Mm -hmm. like, how are they? how's he even coming up with this like nothing was matching up so then the police officer takes my statement and um I'm pretty sure uh, she went to the gym I think and had to talk to like my bosses because my my boss started understanding what was going on and I was talking to him like personally about it and he was like yeah I've got your back I'll talk to the cops Mm -hmm. like obviously we know that you're not involved in this and yeah it was the whole like she's trying to ruin my life and like he was calling I think he called like three weekends in a row just yeah it just and it was only on weekends and it was aggressive though like it wasn't like once like he would just get it in his head that you've ruined his life Mm -hmm. and then he just couldn't stop like he's like full-on stalking luckily he didn't know what you look like yeah that was the only saving grace the only saving grace so and then you had to do like you couldn't work for a little while because we were scared to send you there they didn't really want you there yeah I couldn't work alone because for the last bit of like the evening shifts you would be alone till the night shift person came I wasn't allowed to be there alone so after that then she was like okay we'll start monitoring the area and just keeping an eye out because they knew what car he drove so we're like well keep an eye out for him and talk to him as well yeah yeah and then she went and talked to him yeah and was Mm -hmm. like you this girl's not not think she is like please just leave her alone Mm -hmm. whatever and what does he do he does not leave me alone he still he actually amped it up Mm mm-hmm that's what got even scarier because I'm like, if he's not scared of the cops showing up at his door and yeah. saying, leave her alone. That's not who you think it is. Yeah. It isn't who, this isn't, this isn't the girl. You have the wrong girl. Yeah. And it's, then he started leaving like mess on, um, uh, when you, 
for the gym when you write a review yeah yeah and he started leaving stuff like on there with your name yeah he did he was like megan at the gym um sold my girlfriend drugs and i think he started amping it up it wasn't even just weed anymore i think it was just drugs and then he said the trainer that trains her she fell off a chair my 18 year old girlfriend this 18 year old girl fell off a chair and hurt herself because her trainer was watching porn on his phone while she was working out so she got hurt like crazy stuff like i'm pretty sure like even like two years after this all went down we still found him writing reviews like six months before like this went on like he's i don't know he's probably still at it honestly but i went on his like profile and he leaves crazy stuff on everything so i think you know i think he has probably something wrong like delusions but either way i was like i don't care what he has like i'm care like i need to worry about my safety so anyways for we talked to the first police officer she tells him to stop he doesn't stop he keeps calling headquarters he's like calling all around and just trying to find me and find out who i am Mm -hmm. so then we called non-emergency line again second police officer comes because we're like we can't like this needs this guy needs to be stopped you know so he can we, comes. Can we talk about how cute he was? He was really cute, Marvin. So we couldn't, the first girl that came, we were totally, Meg, you should have seen her. She was amazing. Like she yeah. had her story. She was very eloquent. So this mm-hmm. other guy shows up, Marvin, and he is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And we can't talk. Like we, we both have this issue with cute boys. Yeah, like, I was like, I can't even, because he was like, okay, can you retell the story? And I'm just like, I don't I, think I can. I, I have can't. this hot you're, cop sitting at my kitchen really table. You're really cute. <laughs> yeah. you, you did it though. You pulled it together. But mm-hmm. there was a moment when he came in the house we're both like holy crap (laughs) yeah so he came in took the statement again and then he said like if this persists like we're gonna have to do an actual investigation um so it must have persisted well it did a while ago now i'm forgetting the details yeah no it did because he was like do you feel like if you still feel unsafe and this is the second call like maybe we should give Mm. it over to an actual investigator yeah or detective i think it it was a detective yeah so then um yeah, I think he kept calling. But then I think that's when it changed to where he'd call and not leave his name. So mm-hmm. he couldn't prove that because if he was caught calling or showing up on the property, he would have been arrested immediately. So he kind of started cheating the system. Mm-hmm. And then like, why is this guy so obsessed with me and mm-hmm. finding me? And, and then I was also like, why does he want to find me? Does he want to talk to me and yell at me? Or does he want to like harm me? Yeah, Because exactly. after he was saying like, she ruined my life. I was like, okay, this is not, this is a 65 year old man trying Mm -hmm. to find me. Yeah. And yeah, it was really scary. And then every night, like you go to bed and you're like, our doors are locked. Like, is he going to try to find out where I live? Yeah. So, um, so anyways, then since he keeps persisting, I have to go to the police station and do a video statement with Mm -hmm. a detective and so we go of course like I go to the station we go down start recording he asked me a bunch of questions and we're going through it I just record everything and also what was scary is at this point like this has been a month now of just constant stalking harassing Mm -hmm. um so since uh yeah I didn't know what he looked like that was the scariest part Mm -hmm. it's been a month of this and I because my friend kind of described him but I'm like he just looked like an old dude I don't know like I didn't really like he wasn't like he didn't have characteristics that stood out so I was like um after I finished my statement luckily I I walk out of the room and the his partner was like okay so we know you're not actually involved in drugs and doing this other like you wouldn't be here I was like yeah I know and they were like super nice to me Mm -hmm. about it they were really really nice and they could tell I was scared and they're like we're not really supposed to do this but here's what he looks like just so you know Mm -hmm. so you can keep an eye out and then they said we're gonna bring him in next for questioning 
And what's hard is it's kind of like a legal thing. They can't really disclose everything they talked about with him. But I think another week goes by. Detective calls me and um, starts off questioning me, I think, probably to see mm-hmm. if his story was true. So he's like, have you ever been to Al's house? I was like, no, I have never been to his house before. He's like, oh, well, he said that you were there making weed brownies with his girlfriend. Right. Like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Where are these stories coming from? He's like, did you go out west recently to BC? I was like, no, I didn't. It's like, okay. So he kept, uh, he asked me a few questions and then, yeah, finally just says that he said he's going to stop. And yeah, but when he was asking you those questions, it clicked into you knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to get knew. to that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That just like, he was just like, we're going to, you know, if this persists, like whatever. But, and then when we were at the station too, he said, if this keeps going, like this is going to court. And I yeah. said, but I don't, oh, because they were like, do you want to press charges? And I said, no, I don't want to press charges. I just want him to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And I was scared that if, I pressed charges he would just get more angry yeah so I said no I don't and they said but if he persists it's not your choice like, yeah pr- yep. charges will be pressed and he said the only reason the only issue we have is we if we end up going to court over this we don't want you guys in court together mm-hmm. because then he'll know what you look like and that's yeah. the only thing that's really protecting you right now yeah it's like holy crap man that's kind of scary mm-hmm. yeah so then um so then she so basically I kind of started piecing it together after he had finished asking me those questions we hung up the phone and I realized that one of the other trainers at the gym had recently been out west and she was a huge pot smoker Mm -hmm. so I was like I wonder if this whole time it was her that was selling this 18 year old girl drugs and like maybe this 18 year old just framed me because it was confirmed that she told him my name so I'm wondering if you know she just threw me under the bus like he was like who is this girl where yeah. did you get this and she was yeah. like oh it was it was Megan or yeah. Meg <laughs> she probably said Megan so yeah and just kind of threw me under the bus and then after that happened somehow they broke up and then she was posting that she was living in like a three-star motel on her story and I texted her throughout this whole I didn't want to start calling her or texting her because I was scared it would look sketchy in a phone record yes so I texted her once when this was all going down I just said hey can we talk like can I call you never answered and then she would show up at the gym this whole time she still kept going to the gym that's what was so weird about it and I would see his car parked right Mm -hmm. outside and I was like oh my god so I had to stop wearing a name tag Mm mm-hmm and she would come in and you could tell she was like on heavy drugs and yeah. she would be like angry and she was usually so nice and yeah it was like bizarre. she was probably in a very abusive like power dominating relationship might have even been trafficking honestly yeah it could have been young. like you know she was really young like I mean I hate what you went through but it really does make me sad of whatever she's going through like what but I still don't understand why she had to use your name like why not use the actual girl who was doing it name yeah, or make up a name why did yeah. she just make maybe because I had been texting her like for workouts like she sent me those workouts so maybe he's like who is this in your phone right oh, right this girl from the gym that's yeah. what I think maybe probably just happened pieced it together I don't know I have to say it was like a really scary it was really scary like I feel for like celebrities and people that get like stalkers mm-hmm. you know and they because I mean they're out in the public they know exactly what they look like and yeah, it's scary and, and a lot of the times where they live and we were definitely yeah. here alone when it happened I don't know where your dad was but he was really really pissed about it dad was like this is defamation of character like yeah. this is so wrong and he was so worried and then for a long time after that you used to have to drop me off at the front door well, like we, I couldn't go to work alone yeah we did not we were like you I would rather you not work like we'll just mm-hmm. give you money at this point because we yeah. were both so scared that 
this guy, I mean, you just never know, like, how unhinged are we? How mad are is this person at mm-hmm. you for something you didn't do, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I literally have no idea how I got dragged into this. And it took up, like, almost, probably close to two months of my life of just this constant harassment. This guy's old. Also, like, he's clearly not afraid to say that he's dating an 18-year-old. So, yeah. red flag. Yep. And everything involved. Oh, she's ruined my life. Mm-hmm. She made my girlfriend relapse and I'm like oh no it's all her fault yeah 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 it was he was basically blaming everything and then once they broke up it it that's when it did amp up again because Mm -hmm. he was like it's basically he thought it was your fault right so yeah it was yeah oh and then because he called and he was like I wanted to marry her and now because I think they broke up and then he was like called again and was like I wanted to marry this girl like how could Meg have done this to me it was I don't know it was the craziest experience of my life yeah it doesn't even sound real because it was just it so, doesn't it was so random it just sounds like a bit of a movie right yeah and it I was know. just really scary at the time not knowing what he no, was, it was do. scary it was it still really scares me it was there's no part of that that's like oh that was funny you know no. like no especially it was so being scary. in that like when I had to take a moment like sitting there t- doing a video statement I was like wow this has gone really far and when they started yeah. talking about court like, when oh, I was like, God. and I was in the police station with, with you, but I couldn't go, obviously go down and yeah. do that. But I was just in the lobby going like, what is actually happening now in our <laughs> lives? It like, why? So how are we here? Like, yeah, yeah so. it's crazy. I don't think I've ever been in a police station before. Really. No, honestly, me neither. And I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't work there much longer. No. I think no. another month or so and then yeah. I quit. Because it was just, I think it was hard to recover from that, right? It was just Mm -hmm. like, it was never really clear if he was going to come back again. Like, because he was so unhinged that it was like, do we really want to take that chance? Let's just call it a day at that place, right? Yeah, exactly. And he would just strike at the most random times. And like I said, two years after this happened, I found him again posting my name still Mm -hmm. on Google reviews. Like this, like he still is unhinged and crazy. Yeah, he still really thinks it was you. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. So those are our crazy stories. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you tire rod, tire rod concerts and stalkers. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure we'll have lots more because Meg and I are always up to some adventure and whenever she's involved, like she said, it's always a little chaotic. (laughs) There's always fun times with it. So, so thank you so much for listening. We're going to try and, um, we're going to be much better. You and I, right. We're going to have yeah, we're gonna much have, more consistent episodes. Yeah. Now that you're home and, you know, we'll just, yeah, we're going to be better. So, yeah, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.